welcome to the Becoming a Better You podcast, where personal growth meets professional development. This is your source for soft skills awareness, enhancement, and personal mastery. I'm your host and your guide, Herm Allen. It is my desire that today you will walk away one step closer to becoming a better you. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everyone. This is Herm Allen, your host of the Becoming a Better You podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I have a quick, quick episode. I don't think it's going to take too long, but you never know. Sometimes I I really get into these these topics that I'm talking about. But today, I want to quickly talk about two secrets to building relationships and increasing your influence. Now, these are two secrets that are already known. You're probably thinking, if they're secrets, how are they already known? Where they're secrets is because people don't purposefully use them to build relationships or increasing their influence. But I want to let you in on this secret. You know, actually, it's two little things that, if combined, will make you instantly seem more friendly and approachable. That's a big deal when your goal is to build relationships and increase your influence. (laughs) You know, simple enough, right? What are these two little things? These two little things are smile and make eye contact. Smiling and making eye contact can help you build relationships and increase your influence. This seems very trivial and basic, doesn't it? But don't let it deceive you. Combined, smiling and making eye contact is a very powerful tactic. It instantly, um, it, it shows that the other person that you're open to talk and to interact with them. Let's take a quick look at both of these individually. And then I encourage you to use them in combination with each other. It, it's hard to resist someone who smiles genuinely at you and, and, and keeps eye contact. At least it should be. That's where the real magic happens. Even though each one individually is quite helpful as well. Now we're at a time chronologically right now uh, where smiling is hindered. But we're, we're emerging out of that. And the reason why I say it's hindered is because we are some people are still wearing their masks as a result of you know, the pandemic that we have been going through and, and we are emerging from. So there will become a there will be a point where you have the opportunity to smile. You're not just always going to be behind a mask, even though some of us have been behind masks before we had to wear them. But that's another topic. I won't even touch upon that today. So let's talk about what I call the smile. You know, something special happens when someone genuinely smiles at us, doesn't it? I'm not talking about the polite smile you get 
hoard that one that you give as you pass people on your way to work. You know that one where you kind of just eh, smile to make it look like you're smiling, but inside you're probably saying something totally opposite of the fake smile that you're giving. You know the kind. But I'm talking about a real smile that lights up the person's face. It really is a powerful thing. It's universal across all languages and cultures. No matter what language you speak, or no matter what language you don't speak, when you see a smile, you know exactly what it is. And usually you have an idea of what it means. It signals that all is well and safe. Now, as with anything, someone can weaponize a smile. What do I mean by weaponizing a smile? They smile, but they have negative or evil intent behind it. I'm not talking about that type of smile. I'm not talking about that. We're much more comfortable approaching and talking to a smiling person than a grumpy one that's not smiling. Let's just be real. Something draws us to someone who's smiling. You know, when you when you first saw your bae or your boo, you know, and they gave you that little smile, you know, it just did something to you, didn't it? It just made you melt inside. It just made you just say, ooh, I got to talk to him or I got to talk to her. Because, in fact, we're socializing and a smile can signal permission to approach. See, smiling is a communication element. How many people who are frowning and got a sour look on your face do you want to approach? It just makes common sense. Think about that. I don't want to walk towards anyone that's got a grumpy look on their face. Now, they may not be a grumpy person, but just the look on their face. The nonverbal that they're sending is not inviting. But the flip side of that is if we see someone with a smile, I guess it's easier for us to be drawn to them and, and, and want to engage and inter interact with them. Now, what happens after that is, is, is totally different, but I'm just talking about the smile. You know, back in the day, and I'm going way back in the day, there was a song by Renee and Angela called Your Smile. Your smile. Remember the song by Hall and Oates, Sarah Smile? And more recently, there was a song by Kirk Franklin. You remember that one? You're, you know, about smiling. So, again, you, you have to, to smile. And, and what I want you to do when, when you smile is to be genuine. You know, it, what, what holds true is, is when you're trying to reach out to new people and gain their trust, Start with a big, genuine smile, and it'll become much easier. Again, the key is to be genuine. As I alluded to before, you don't want to have that forced smile you give or you get when passing by someone. Give them a genuine smile. Mean it. All right? And that's about smiling. Let's go to the next secret. Let's get good at making eye contact. Something that I've had to work on in my younger years. And even to this day, I have to make a conscious effort to do so. Now, making and maintaining eye contact can be a little intimidating at first. 
If you're an introvert or simply not a very social person in general, this may seem hard and possibly even scary. Your default reaction may be to avert your eyes, another person's eyes, and look down. That's a hard habit to overcome, but it can be done. Let me also acknowledge, however, that I'm aware that there are cultural differences when it comes to making eye contact. Keep that in mind, that there are cultural differences when it comes to making eye contact. There's too many to go into right now, but understand that just because someone doesn't make eye contact does not mean that they're trying to avoid you or that they're shy. It just may be a cultural difference, but that's another topic for another time. Nonetheless, making eye contact may require some developing to become comfortable with it. And if this is the case, start with baby steps. Practice on people you meet as you run errands around town. For example, the grocery store cashier is a great place to start. I've done this before. The next time you head to the store, make eye contact with the cashier for a few seconds. You know, the next time you go in, hold eye contact for a little longer. You know, or make it, you know, multiple times as you continue going, you know, make that eye contact. May not be the same cashier, but what I'm getting here is to keep practicing on people you meet as you go about your daily life. And it'll it'll start to become easier and natural. Now, I'm not saying, you know, make eye contact and gaze at them like a, like a, a, a cobra. I'm not saying give that, that, that blank stare or that stare that just makes someone uncomfortable. While you can say a lot with a smile and eye contact, these two actions only lay a foundation to building relationships and increasing your influence. Nonetheless, it's a great place to start. It's a great place to start. And see, these are both nonverbal communication cues. So even before you say anything, you are saying something through smiling and the eye contact that you're making. So how has smiling and making eye contact helped you with building relationships and or increasing your influence? I want to encourage you to practice until you become better at it and it becomes a natural part of who you are. Again, these two simple acts are a couple of tools you can add to enhance to become a better you. Just two. Give it a, give it a try. Give it a shot. See how it works out for you. See how easy it is, how difficult it may be. But it comes down to, in the words of my, one of my favorite NBA stars, Allen Iverson, practice. It's about practice. <laughs> okay. So here's the smiling and looking at you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Becoming a Better You podcast with your host, Herm Allen. And always remember, personal growth makes you better. Take care.